Well, hello, everybody. It's Dale Shores. And I'm Emerson Collins, and you're watching The Dell and Emerson Show. Straight talk. Real gay and festively gay. Yes, ho, ho, homo. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm just ho, ho, hoing along, hoing around, hoing. Wait, do I look different? You look like you, you know, you got a little flip going, a little flip oh. do. Well, yeah, that's my, it hadn't been cut. And you, oh, your lighting. I'm telling you, your lighting is so much better. Uh, it helps uh, hide all of the wrinkles. After, uh, we've only been doing this since March, and Blake and I finally broke down and bought a ring light. It's, it's, well, it's like Christ a Jesus. stand. Oh. <laughs> we really bought it for our show on Sunday. But I was like, oh, look, we can, and I'm plugged into the ethernet. I'm like, I'm pro finally being professional nine months into this. Look, and you're not stuttering, nothing's happening. Well, how are you? I'll just pretend like we haven't been doing a million things today together. How are you? Good to see you again. Oh no, we just bragged about, <laughs> we, we just bragged about how good his ethernet is. They, oh, what did you do? You you froze on me. I talked about the internet and it said, you're done. I know. It's like we, you know, people always go, oh, don't do that. It jinxes it. It jinxes it. I go, there's not so, no such thing as jinx, but I guess we jinxed it. It's true. Well, hey, y'all, welcome to the show. Whether you're watching us on one of our Facebook pages, on YouTube, on Periscope, on Twitter, please say hello. Please share the broadcast and invite your friends to come join us on this Friday evening happy hour evening time. Got my coffee. I got water. I've had two coffees today already. That was enough. Oh, well, I had to have a little pick me up. That's um, true. I mean, things happen and heading it. Mike Pence got his shot. Oh, I'm so glad we didn't want to lose him. Well, and in fairness, I mean, thank goodness, though, for doing it, because they've made people believe, get to the part where you can't believe in anything. You know, they think they're all getting chipped. It's the sign of the beast. You know, even uh, Turkey Neck McConnell got his. He's, uh, he got his. He got his. They, but, you know, but not Trump. He's just he, he's just a prick. He doesn't want to get pricked. I, you know why he didn't get his on camera? One, he's afraid the shot will hurt. And oh. two... I think he believes so many of these conspiracy theories, he probably doesn't trust the shot because it was created by a woman and some foreigners. He wants to see how it works on everybody else first. Well, it's going to work and we're all going to get back to work and things are going to just be better. I, I have hope. Do you have hope, Emerson? I do. And I hope, you know, he said that thing about he might not leave the White House and I hope he doesn't. I, so the Secret oh, I Service don't. can drag him out on the lawn by his folded over bangs. I just want them to, I just want him to be kicking and screaming. And I want Kaylee McEnany to be pulling one limb towards the hot, the White House and Ivanka pulling the other one. And, and then, and then, uh, the, you know, the, the other people, the other people, whoever they are, just trying to pull him out. And then, and then, and then, you know, Kelly Loeffler comes running in. I lost, I lost, but let me help. Um, help me, help me. fantasy that she loses. Um, oh my gosh, uh, wait, look at people prepping for the weekend. Brent said there was a line for the local liquor store around the block to get in. I don't got time for that. No margaritas tonight. Oh, you talk for a second. I have to show them something that oh, I got a gift and it's fantastic. While he um, gets repairs that, I will say, Blake and I are gonna do a number from our show uh, later on at the end of the broadcast, a little parody, Dolly Parton moment. So I hope you'll stick around. And if you haven't gotten your tickets uh, yet for my show, well, what are you waiting on? I know a bunch of you have, and I really do appreciate it, but we are very excited. Uh, to be doing this. You can get tickets at my website, emersoncollins.com. Oh, what did you find? Okay, so the word has gotten out that I like bourbon. So this arrived. This is a Willet. Willet, oh. I hear that. It's really nice. And then thank you, Jigs, who is watching the show uh, for this Woodford Reserve. But y'all, look what I just got. This is This is so cool. Look what my my acting my Sunday acting class sent me. 
the Church of Dale Sunday Congregation, gentleman Jack, Jack Daniels. So y'all, I'm good for the weekend. <laughs> and that'll get you to the next show. Yes, <laughs> and that's not even counting. I've got more in the refrigerator. I have, the, the word was out. It's usually, you know, I like massages and candles and I got that candle as well, but I like the bourbon. I'm happy. That's, well, yeah, it's nice to have a change. And you know, a, a stockpile, because we're not going anywhere soon. Y'all remember, you have to get two of the shots. The shot isn't effective, most effective about a week after that second shot. So stay vigilant. And of course, today, what was it? What's his face? Ron, what's his face out of Wisconsin this morning? Ron Johnson, uh, who stopped the stimulus checks? You know, worried about our children's future, not worried about people losing their jobs and their homes and all the things that are happening right now. I could not be more frustrated at the lack of the ability to acknowledge that if you want people to be able to go about their lives, you should have helped them more along the way. Uh, and, and it's not like, you know, let's get down to the wire and now we have to do this. They've had a lot of fucking time and it's both sides. Both sides needed to work on this. I'm pissed at them all. And also looking at the amount of money that other countries knew their people needed and have been paying months and months and months, Australia, Germany, like the numbers compared to that $1,200 check we all got uh, from governments who understood your people can do what you're asking of them if they know that they will be taken care of. Then we wouldn't be having these Kirk Cameron gatherings to sing hymns and argue about masks. Fuck Kirk Cameron, fuck him. And Scott Bayo, fck you. I tw trending on Twitter for conspiracy theories that I, I just I don't even want to acknowledge it. Fuck them, just fuck them all. I'm so pissed at them. Um, so um, I just want to do a PSA really quick, Emerson, because as you know, you saw me earlier today. I have splotches all over my face because every year I get skin checks, uh, full body checks, twice a year because I'm so fair. And you should too, if you can, because there are little things on us that could be cancerous. And I had a really deep one dug out of my back. Uh, I patched up. If you look really close, you could see the makeup. So I'm wearing makeup, wearing some makeup. As you should, I'll be honest, I get real dark circles and I wear a little bit of light right here. So the light bounces and I look a little more rested than I am. Well, you just look gorgeous, but it, this this took a lot. This took a lot today. <laughs> As and Walter once said, well, I work at it. I was going to have to do the show like this. Oh, you're just in profile. Like the whole show. <laughs> anyway, that's my PSA. Get your skin Amazing. Check. What we do here is the LGBTQ news and nonsense. So we'll get on to some stories we think you need to know about because they're important or they're absurd. And I want to start it off with a genuinely important issue. Immigration and particularly asylum, right, are very important to the LGBTQ community because there are still too many places around the world far worse than here where it's dangerous to be out or to be outed. Well, last week, the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Justice together finalized a rule revamping procedures for asylum seekers. Now, the department say it's to streamline the proceedings, but Lambda Legal and Immigration Equality say that this new rule will put asylum out of reach for many. Those seeking asylum and coming into the U.S., right, are required to demonstrate that they fear persecution because of race, religion, nationality, or membership in a particular social group like ours or political opinion. The revised rule would require the applicant to state that single reason before the immigration judge the first time or forever lose the opportunity to present it. Now, you would think, oh, well, you have to say why you're here. That makes sense. But it can be particularly challenging for people that are LGBTQ or HIV positive asylum seekers, whether because the language is difficult, the cultures are different, or just the basic fact that people from our community may often not be comfortable immediately revealing that thing to a stranger that's the reason they were persecuted. These two organizations gave examples of people who have been given asylum, but would have been denied under the new rule. A woman whose family threatened to kill her and her intersex child. A gay man beaten by fellow students at a religious school. A trans woman who was gang raped. Lambda Legal CEO Kevin Jennings joined Immigration Equality Executive Director Aaron C. Morris, and they said, assuming this rule resembles the proposed rule published in June this year, we plan to sue. This rule flies in the face of our country's core value 
of being a land for those who yearn to breathe free. And if this government will not uphold our country's longstanding value of compassion for the oppressed, we will. We're Thank right with the holiday season, we're thinking about people that are marginalized, people that are less fortunate. Some of the most marginalized are members of our community from around the world who see us as an example, tarnished though it may be over the last four years, and a place they can come to be safe. And making it harder for those people to tell us why they want to be here flies in the face of the immigrant-oriented nature of our country. So, and which we have, yeah, thank goodness that we have hope in the future coming because it has just been suppressed and squashed and 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 actually celebrated. That, that, yeah. that no compassion, none at all. Celebrate. It just amazes me that so-called Christians have gotten on this train that it is okay not to help people, not to say, come on in. You know, it's like, read the fucking Bible. I mean, yeah. I shouldn't, I guess I shouldn't say fucking Bible, but I do. So anyway, that's, I've got some strong opinions today. I don't know. I just, I don't, it, um, uh, here's, you know, something real quick. What I love about the holidays, separate from all the nonsense and the packages and whatnot, is that there's something about this season that makes people tell the truth, that makes people really examine their relationships and tell Shores, it is a festive holiday Friday, you tell your truth. Well, thank you. And I do, I usually do tell my truth. I was about truth. to say, you, know, you, know, you didn't need Chris Mahana Kwanzaa to tell your truth. I have stopped censoring myself a long time ago. No. Uh, you know what? I have to just just a little advice to all of you. If you want to be your authentic self, I remember the day that I decided to stop censoring myself, and I was writing Sorted Lives, the play, and I thought in my head, I thought my mother's going to see this. Oh, backspace, backspace, and then I thought, no, no more. So if you don't like my trashy mouth, sorry. I really thought you were going to say I was writing my ABCs for the first time, and. <laughs> no, it took a lot longer than that. All right. Speaking of Christmas, uh, disgraced Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Threw, oh, look at that. Look at that. Uh -huh. Do not shoot from below, Mike. Above, above. Place that camera above. We don't need to see that neck. He's Well, he threw a holiday party and no one showed up. <laughs> I just love it so much. That's my favorite thing. He threw a holiday no one showed up. No one uh, 900 invited staff, family, important guests, only <laughs> two dozen showed up. The party was hosted by Pompeo and his wife. Uh, I don't know what her name is. I wish I knew her name. It feels like it, it should be like, it should be like Judy. Uh, they had already been con condemned by public health officials and legislators. It was held indoors, of course, during a pandemic. It's, uh, Susan. No one, it's Susan. What? It's Susan. It's Susan. It's Susan. Well, Susan. Uh, Mike and Susan, come on in. Uh, we invite you to our holiday party and no one fucking showed up. I just love this story so much. I could just stop right there. Uh, so with no one downstairs waiting for him to show up, an embarrassed Pompeo canceled his speech and skipped the party altogether. And he had a staffer speak in his place. The State Department had assured they said, oh, Mike, they're going to come. They're going to come. Uh, and they told <laughs> they didn't come. And they told them they had to wear masks. But the 24 that came did not wear masks uh, as they were drinking and eating. So uh, the staff uh, obviously are not very big fans of his to begin with. Uh, they raised concerns earlier this year when he spoke at a fundraising dinner for a group that promotes conversion therapy. And that's his commission uh, uh, before that's before his commission on unalienable rights proved to just be a group to push religious freedom as more important than women's reproductive freedom and LGBTQ rights. So adding to my fuck you list for Christmas, Mike Pompeo and Susan. And Christmas is a time to be petty. This just brings me joy. <laughs> John asking the important questions. Wonder what they did with all the leftovers. He I mean, ate them. Also, you know that it was just a tray of like cube cheese, broccoli, and ranch. That's a lot of broccoli. I bet there was some prosciutto, Emerson. I have a feeling there was prosciutto uh, somewhere. 
I mean, no judgment. Uh, People put out the fanciest spreads, and I will still just stand there and eat those cheddar cheese cubes like they are manna from heaven. I, but you know what? If you come to my party, I have seen you down a few deviled eggs with bacon oh. in them. Oh, yes. Oh, honey, I will throw those back one gulp like Gaston in <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Every morning I eat five dozen eggs to help me get large. And it's it's not, a, it, it is not so far worked. <laughs> I am still a slim girl. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, um, all right. Well, we've had so much going on in our country, but I think it's really important we at least pay attention and be informed about what's happening to our uh, brothers, sisters, and non-binary friends around the world. So just a quick roundup of some international news, some celebrations. In Northern Ireland, they just had the first same-sex religious wedding performed between Chris McNaughton and John Swan. They passed marriage equality at the beginning of the year said that churches could do it either way in June, and they were the first ones. And religion's been a big part of it there, so big win. In Bolivia, Bolivia's constitutional court ruled that the civil registry must recognize the relationship of David Arquipa, see, I didn't practice this time, and Guido Montano <laughs> as a free union in July, and it did so on Friday. They don't have marriage equality there. It was a big deal to have the civil registry acknowledge uh, their union as a free union on the books. It's a step in their process. And then in Bhutan, the tiny kingdom near Nepal, they legalized gay sex, removing unnatural sex from the penal code. The king has to approve the changes, but it seems like he will. I just always find calling it the penal code hilarious. I, I know. It's like when you're in school and they, you know, it was like, it's one of those things like the, the penal code. And <laughs> I mean, I want to give every time, like how it wasn't made for like homosexuals in prison, I'll never know. And then two setbacks in Hungary. We've talked a lot about that, you know, that gay orgy at the European Parliament scandal and the drain pipe memes. Uh, they've continued their persecution of our people, easily passing legislation barring same sex couples from adopting children and strengthening opposition to marriage equality in their constitution. So step backwards for the Hungarian community. And then in Turkey, government and advertising regulars have announced that the LGBT plus and rainbow themed products sold online must be advertised as being for ages 18 and over to protect children. Now, LGBT plus and rainbows, so no rainbows, and unicorns. no unicorns for the children. I mean, look, I'm glad we claimed the rainbow. I mean, it's hilarious to me, you know, that we stole it from Noah. But like the idea that literally any rainbow is somehow damaging to children is like just really sad. We want our rainbow back. We can't have it. Yeah, it's ours now. Emerson, I have to explain to them that every time you talk, one of my dogs, they, my dogs love Emerson so much and they come and jump and they try to find him. I can't even get her to lay down because she's trying to find Emerson. There he is. There he is. Hi, Bits. Okay. okay, Bitsy May, go. Oh, I, got, I got news to tell Jim said, Emerson, your lighting is so much better today. Thank you. By the way, you have a beautiful voice. Can't wait to hear a Christmas show. We are very excited. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Jim, for noticing Emerson's lighting. I appreciate that, it. That means so much. And uh, all right. So uh, Ian McKellen, anytime he's in the news, I love it. And he uh, got the vaccine. Uh, in, in, look at him. There he is with his gay scarf. And with the goal of 100 million people in, by April with U.S. health workers, and it's really starting to roll out there. At 81, he's one of the first to receive the Pfizer COVID vaccine. He posted this photo and tweeted, I feel very lucky to have the vaccine. I would have no hesitation in recommending it to anyone. He said, anyone who has lived as long as I have is alive because they have had previous vaccinations. Um, it's a very special day. I feel euphoric. I love him so much. Is he single? Uh, I've always wanted to be the younger man. Uh, I would encourage everyone to do the sensible thing, he said, not just for themselves, but for everybody else. Because if you are virus free, that helps everyone else, doesn't it? Uh, these re those receiving, I know, was that just pitiful, that, 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 that accent? Yes. Uh, those receiving... <laughs> Fuck you. Those receiving the vaccine are expecting to reach maximum immunity a week after their second jab, 
with trials of the vaccine finding it around 95% effective. So y'all don't be anti-vaccine. Do it. Let's get rid of this shit. Let's get over it. The FDA has now approved the use of the Pfizer vaccine in the U.S. healthcare for U.S. healthcare workers and those in long term care facilities will be the first to get the vaccine with the rest of the population following in 2021. Somebody told us today, someone very famous, I can't name drop though right now, that, that there, there were some, that on the black market, they're, they're offering 25 grand for the vaccine. I just, like, I told my doctor I'd give him 200 in cash. He must've been insulted. He said, uh, you're going to have to level up. Also like y'all just stay at home and wait your turn. John, okay. John said, Gandalf to COVID, you shall not pass. John, I appreciate your Lord of the Rings reference. Victor, why is there less skepticism over Viagra than the COVID vaccine? Okay, like your ding dong don't work and people are like, whatever I have to take, shoot it up, whatever. They're worried about the vaccine. Shut up. I, I love those, the kids that are putting like the TikToks up. And I saw one the other day where my kids always share them with me. I don't, I'm not on TikTok, it's just too much. And they, so this girl goes, she goes, oh, no, I cannot put that in my body. And then the next picture is her snorting Coke. Um, also, like, y'all, I eat squeezed cheese. There's no cheese in that substance. I certainly am happy to put a vaccine in my body with no, without being certain of every single detail that's in it. Yes, I want epidemiologists and virologists to be experts in that kind of crap. So I don't have to be. And once the doctors say, take this, you do. Yeah, absolutely. My friend, uh, Brad Loki, the comedian, he wrote on, on uh, Instagram, he said, I have seen you pick up a peel on the floor in a club and ingest it. Don't fucking tell me you're not getting the vaccine because you're worried. I know. I'm like, look, homosexuals, we eat ass. <laughs> and if you don't, you're missing out. And well, it's been a while. Just <laughs> shut up. You're in a relationship. Like that is, you're just bragging now. You're just yes, bragging to all the single folks, the, the pitiful ones like me sitting at home. But in all seriousness, I do hope if anybody knows anybody that's that's waffling on this, make sure they understand the vaccines weren't rushed. The red tape was cut aside so that they could be the focal point. All of the stringent regulations on them were in place. And the people telling us to take it really, really know we're going to be okay. So yeah, it, if you start seeing people just dropping, just dropping like flies after they took that vaccine, yeah, don't get it. But that's not happening, y'all. Well, also, I was <laughs> there's websites that have like you can kind of figure out where in the in the in the list of people who get the vaccines you will be. And I'm somewhere around 268 million. Um, so by the time it gets to most of us, y'all, if there was a problem that we'd know. I need that website. I want to see where I am. I think I'm above you. Look, Rob said, Susie Ewing just logged off. I know, Blake's mom, if you're watching, I'm so sorry, but it's true. Um, <laughs> who, who said that? Who wrote Rob that? Did. Rob did. <laughs> um, but and related, y'all, sticking with the pandemic for a minute, a sort of serious thing, because, you know, related to not <laughs> getting $1,200 to people, not upping that employment, how long it's taking to get a deal in Congress to support business owners and landlords and individuals out of work. Uh, the impact has been really big on so many people. And a report released this week by the Movement Advancement Project looked specifically at the impact of COVID-19 and notes that LGBT plus households were disproportionately challenged in work, school, child rearing, healthcare, financial insecurity, and social isolation. And particularly, Black and Latinx LGBT plus people are facing significantly higher levels of financial insecurity. 95% of queer black households and 70% of queer Latinx households experienced at least one serious financial problem mm. since the pandemic began. More than half of black LGBT plus households have been unable to get medical care or had delayed medical services because of the economic strain of the pandemic. Anike Mashovic, executive director of MAP said, decades of discrimination on the job and healthcare and beyond combined with uneven legal protections around the country, make LGBT plus people more vulnerable to pandemic related instability and insecurity with even more devastating impacts on people of color. LGBT plus households 
twice as likely to be unable to get necessary medical care and four times more likely to go hungry. Nearly two thirds of LGBT plus people and their families experienced a job loss or disruption compared to just under half of non-LGBT households. Logan Casey, a policy researcher said, it's clear that the COVID-19 has amplified and exacerbated disparities that already existed before the pandemic. The existing patchwork of legal protections is insufficient, which is why we need a nationwide law like the Equality Act, right? So essentially, the study supports the idea that communities that were already disadvantaged have had the, the effects of the pandemic impact them exponentially and disparate more so. How about that? <laughs> See, but it's really important and glad that people are studying. It's why, you know, legislation that equalizes our community across the board when things like this happen means we aren't disproportionately affected by dangers, right? Losing a single paycheck isn't worse for people in our community if the ground is even to begin with. So important results uh, supporting what I think a lot of us know anecdotally from what we've talked to within our community. Um, this this next story, I, I like to just call, I am down to my last fuck. Uh, this woman, I fell in love with her. Uh, it's a Denny, Denny server. And uh, we're just going to show you this video because this is, this is what it's like to work in, in the food service industry. People are having to do so much and put up with so much shit. And just watch this. This is in a Denny's in Franklin Park, Illinois. Okay. We have a logistics exemption, but we don't want, we just don't want to wear a mask. You're required to wear a mask today. Pardon me? You're required to have a mask. So, it's under the Civil Rights Act of 1964 that we have an exemption, religious exemption. I quit. I fucking quit. What is wrong with you people? Ma'am, we're not Roger, sick. I'm not working for this shit anymore. These guys won't put their mask on. I'm sick of feeling like this. Why are you discriminating against us, ma'am? I'm not discriminating against you. Yes, you are. Roger, I can't do this. Stop. I'm sorry, you can't come in without a mask. The governor right. has said no mask, no service. Sir, the the, not, the civil rights act says we have we can claim a religious exemption for not wearing a mask. We're not sick. No, not here. Okay, and then you, you lost our business. Okay. We'll go somewhere else. Thank you. I'm sorry. He's well, filming Walter, by the way. He what? He's filming this. It's just some kind of like fun act for these people. I've had it. Don't believe everything the media tells you. Okay. Yeah, fuck yourself. <laughs> That was my favorite part. Don't tell, don't believe everything the media tells you. She goes, go fuck yourself. I mean, go ahead. I, I, I did find it a little interesting that the guy that was lecturing them had his mask like the guy that was on the plane with me under his nose. And, um, but you know, you're just, you're just done. Sometimes you're just done. I mean, here's the deal, y'all. I have had six friends, six in the last week tell me that they're positive, that they have, and many of them doing so much, wearing masks, doing so much. It is out there, it is rampant. We must stay in if we can. When I go out these days, ask Emerson, because I dropped something off at his house today, I am wearing two masks, an N95, another mask over it, I look like a beekeeper. And then I've got the, the, the face shield on. I walk into my box to get my mail. I come out and I spray my hands. I spray my steering wheel and I go home. So, well, and also, so talking about these guys that this bullshit of like, I have a religious exemption. First of all, any religious person, any Christian, I'm assuming that he was saying that he, that's his uh, beliefs. Uh, that uses that in that way. Oh, we have a religious exemption. The Civil Rights Act, like they learned these buzz phrases from somebody's Facebook meme that one, are legally inaccurate, and two, just make you an asshole Christian, one of those hypocrites you like to talk That's about. That's exactly right. I mean, if you if you are, you say, I have a religious exemption, what, to be kind, to be courteous to someone, to care about your fellow human? Oh, and, think, I, and thinking about this woman, right? 
it's like her reaction is great because it's what so many would want to say, but this is a Shut woman who, who her place of work is open. So she has to go to work. She needs to make the money. Um, our government isn't supporting people with uh, pandemic unemployment assistance anymore. And so she's already there providing you a service and working at her job and has to deal with these people. Like she does not get paid enough. Nobody gets paid enough to have to risk themselves and then deal with your bullshit. Because that you were talking about, that right now we are getting into where it's dangerous that those of us that are taking small risks, right? Going to Rite Aid, going to the grocery store, keeping everything covered, it's spreading enough that even low risk activities done at distance, people that are doing just those things are starting yeah. to that's right that's right because it's so i mean we have guys here in los angeles we have no icu beds not one not one right now so um it's it's serious and we just have to wait this out we have to be careful and we have to be good to each other and i just i felt bad i mean because it, here's let's just let's just um Let's just be honest. They didn't come there to get a slam bam breakfast special. They came there to cause trouble. That's why they came there. They came to mess with her, to mess with them, and to film their bullshit. Well, and also that they were filming from the beginning, right? Means that they came there to make a scene, not because they just desperately needed a moons over my hammy. So, yeah, and their filming didn't make them look good. It made them look awful. Yeah. So, and anyway, everybody, Jig said they've lost four legendary teachers. Rob said in Tulsa, people don't want to wear masks and restaurants and stores don't make people. And John said anybody that walks into a business to protest masks needs to be arrested. The cops need to start giving people a choice, wear a mask or go to jail. You know, well, you know, it's like I try to be courteous, Emerson, and uh, you know my house, you know how it is. And right in front, they're, they're, they're working on the house behind. That's why you hear the dogs barking sometimes because they're working. And the only way they're, they're do, make it, doing a shortcut. And they asked me, they said, can I use your stairs to go up there? So they put all this, today they're standing there without their mask on, these workmen, and I've been very nice to them. And I stood at the top of my stairs and I said, guys, I'm coming down. I need you to either go down a little bit further or put your mask on. And they go, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I wasn't rude about it. I just said, this is what I have to do for me. And here I, you know, and I've got my, my double mask going. Yes, and there's so many people like Rusty's husband is a manager of a popular coffee shop and every day he hears this, every day. You know how they wears on the people who are working. He gets this lady wanting to quit, his husband can't. He has a job to do and this adds to it and puts him and his coworkers at risk too. And then he's expected to serve them. You know, it's like uh, that love that neighbor thing goes out the door real quick when people ask to wear a small piece of fabric. It's just the dumbest, dumbest line in the sand. I hate it. All, All right. right. We have reached the midpoint of our show, uh, which means it's commercial time. If you enjoy us bringing you the news and the nonsense, we hope that you do. And we're so glad so many of you show up and comment along with us live. And we appreciate those that watch it back later. I get lots of Instagram DMs uh, from people laughing at stuff later on. If you enjoy it and you've got a few dollars that you can't think of any other charity or candidate or anything to give to, you can send it to us as a tip on Venmo to at Emerson Collins or on PayPal to beardcollinshoresproductions at gmail.com. It's in the ticker below. Yes, if you if you are enjoying our rants today, boy, we're ranting. We're ranting more than usual. Um, that's okay. That's is okay. Sometimes we have to. Is it more? I think it uh, is. I think it's a little bit more. Speaking of ranting, uh, hundreds of religious leaders, I love this story, around the world have declared that LGBT plus people are a precious part of creation and called for a global ban on conversion therapy. Yes. The Interfaith Commission on LGBT plus lives is organized by the Ozan Foundation, which works with religious organizations around the world to eliminate discrimination based on sexuality or gender. Central to this new commission, which has already been signed by more than 370 religious leaders from 35 countries and all main religions, including our Bishop Desmond Tutu himself. The declaration, it's very specific. It's not just a general, oh, we're sorry and affirm people. It asks for the forgiveness of the LGBT plus community for the harm that religious teaching has caused its members and calls for an end to violence against queer communities around the world and a global ban on conversion therapy. 
recognize the damage religion has done. It asks forgiveness and calls on all nations to end the criminalization of sexual orientation or gender identity. The declaration ends with, we call for an end to the perpetuation of prejudice and stigma and commit to work together to celebrate inclusivity and the extraordinary gift of our diversity. It's now available for all people of faith to sign and the commission encourages the public to invite their own faith leaders to sign the declaration. It's amazing and so important and so huge to have leaders of all different faiths all saying they've done badly on issues with our community. I mean, I feel like that's huge progress, particularly for LGBTQ people of faith. It's just- I do too, and you and I, you and I have been, this has been one of our platforms from the very beginning. We, we have friends who, who went through it, people who we know who have, have not survived this planet because of self-loathing. And it is to me, one of the most dangerous uh, things that that has been have has been created to try and 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 change somebody. And uh, I remember the second show we ever did, or maybe it was the first. No, it was the second show we ever did on the Dell and Emerson show when we were way over there. We did we had someone on who um, who who was a you know ex gay and created this thing called I think it's called Joel Two Twenty Five or so, yeah Joel Two Twenty Five International and. You know, it was like this person I felt was a friend of mine, and th then he went this way and helped create. Uh, Je Jeremy Schwab is his name. I'll just say it he, since he's so proud that he created this uh, Joel two twenty five to 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 really um, in in his mind help Exodus, help them exit out of being gay, and yet so many have have lost. Um, lives over conversion therapy and so i'm so glad this i'm so glad of this story and yeah. um anyway well, I, I just went on. Like the way they talk about apologies right it's specific it's not like oh everyone's welcome here it's like we know we have fucked up on this you know acknowledging that is a huge part of healing um and welcoming yeah people to faith. it's the one thing i i just really i mean there's so many things that i can I can sort of look the other way. I don't see you the same. It, like, you know, if you vote against my rights, I don't really see you the same. But that particular thing, if you embrace that, if you were if you were living a gay life and then you decided, oh, I'm going this way and you create something like that, I just, I, I'm kind of done. I'm just done. I, yeah. Could, um, so anyway, uh, oh, it's my story. We just keep talking. Oh, well, this is a fun story. We fun nonsense story, uh, and I love it I because I, it's important. Uh, no, it is. It's a fun, important story. But y'all remember uh, the all female uh, pole dancers that made the "Get Your Booty to the Pole" video before the election? Well, oh. Or is anybody listening to me at this point? <laughs> a group of uh, of male dancers from Atlanta, from one of our favorite strip clubs, Swingin' Richards, they made this spot. And our good friend, writer-director Chad Darnell, wrote and directed and called actor Axel Rodos, who also currently works at the Department of Public Health, helping run a COVID-19 testing site. He said, I also do work at Swingin' Richards. And you can never have too many jobs during the economic calamity. He helped get all these dancers together. And the video is bipartisan, but uh, Roldos is happy to state I'm absolutely voting for the health, jobs, and justice candidates, Reverend Ralph Warnock and John Ossoff. I can never say his name right. Ossoff. Uh, they are working for Georgians by the extension, the rest of the country, and they are committed uh, to passing meaningful legislation to give everyone the help that they need to be prosperous with. I will also support a cause that advances equality for everyone, as that is what I believe America promises to believe. And there's an Ossoff uh, lookalike. <laughs> it, it's, it's very funny. Y'all watch this with sound. Um, just go to Vimeo and you'll find it. I love it. I love that, like, first of all, that the, the female strippers, that was so fun. And then also, you, we have spent some good, entertaining nights at Swinging Richards and seeing them swinging their Richards for a good cause. Yes, um, we have. Yeah, I do. I have some good memories at Swinging Richards. 
in that. Okay. And I like the, the lap dances. Yeah, they'll get Blair says they get his vote. Well, you know, we have to do what we have to do. Get your attention. We got, you know, this video gets gets your attention. Got my attention. It made me I miss Go-Go Boys. <laughs> Were you saying Were you something say else? <laughs> no, exactly. That's what, it's like, what, take my money now. Well, y'all go and give to these candidates. Go to and give to Reverend Warnock and uh, John Ossoff. Yes, Ossoff. Is it Ossoff or Ossoff? Ossoff. Ossoff, okay, thank you. He literally, that guy, the lookalike said, I am not John Ossoff and I approve this message. Oh. Yes. We just thought you would all join enjoy that a little bit you know tip so your dance you, tip your live stream show hosts tip your candidates you know everybody likes a little the tip i was gonna say a little tip but a big tip is sure what really yeah, nice. <laughs> um all right this next story is I, i'm sure somebody somewhere has already started making this movie uh this story comes to us out of italy uh a 75-year-old father in Italy will spend two years in prison for coordinating an attack on his gay son. Now, it is not because he is gay. The man contracted a hitman to break the fingers of his adult child, who is a surgeon, paid him $3,000 in April to attack his 43-year-old son and his boyfriend, as well as to vandalize the couple's car. He supposedly told the hitman, my son is a thug, break his fingers. The story starts two years ago. Again, not a coming out issue. When the son broke up an argument between his parents. Got in the middle of his parents, they were having a fight, he broke it up. His father warned him at the time that he would have his son's legs broken for the infraction. A campaign of terror followed with the enraged dad targeting his son and those close to him. In February, the man hired goons to attack his son's boyfriend who ended up in the hospital. The son, a surgeon said, apart from the patients I knew, I was afraid to make visits, never knowing who I might meet. Police arrested the father this week, charged him with aggravated assault and stalking, and a court sentenced him to a two-year prison term for taking out the hit on his son for breaking up a fight with his mother. Jesus, now that's some serious family dysfunction. I mean, I guess like, it's a very modern queer story in that it's not a coming out story. It's not, apparently well, he had any issue with him being gay, his issue was with him getting in between them in a fight. So maybe just good old misogyny instead of homophobia. Seems mentally ill to me. So. I mean, uh, I think that's just, you're so much of an asshole. Like, I don't think, you know, you're an asshole. He's well, like, what did the mother think, I wonder? Well, she's oh, gonna be- a good question in exploring this story. Like, what did she say? Like, please don't send a hitman to break the fingers of our son who's a surgeon saving A surgeon, a surgeon. Like, be proud of your surgeon. As yeah. John Mark said, mafia. I mean, what kind of person tells their son, I'm gonna break your legs? Yeah, mm, mafia, you're right. So, all right, I love this story uh, because it has a good ending. It starts badly, but Chris Kennedy and his wife, Edie, and their four-year-old daughter decorated for Christmas. And they included a black inflatable Santa they've used for years in Arkansas. This is actually in Lakewood, Arkansas, uh, which is a suburb uh, north of Little Rock. Uh, this year, Kennedy found a letter from Santa Claus in his uh, mailbox that read, please remove your Negro Santa Claus yard decoration. You should not try to deceive the children into believing I am a Negro, I am a Caucasian white man to you and have been for the past 600 years. Your being jealous of my race is no excuse for your dishonesty. Besides that, you are making yourself the laughing stock of the neighborhood. Obviously your values are not that of the Lakewood area. And maybe you should move to a neighborhood out east with the rest of your racist kind. Kennedy then went to Facebook Live and said, I am trying to be as nice as I can in this very moment because I am actually filled with rage. And a very, it's very disheartening because it's holiday time. We're in a pandemic. After neighbors found out what happened, they decided to fight back and all over the neighborhood, Black Santa started appearing in front yards and as many and more and more and more and more and more people joined in, the stores are running out of Black Santas. 
Ben Keller said, when we saw what happened to Chris, we knew we couldn't stand by and not do anything. We instantly decided what better way to support him than getting our own Santa display. Keller's young son is black, he said, and he is absolutely thrilled to see some Santas that reflect back to him. Uh, Edie Kennedy said, the outpouring of support made me realize that this is the perfect place to raise our daughter. I didn't see it growing up, but the fact that it will be normalized for her gives me hope for the future. Mm, what a beautiful story. I love it so much. And it's interesting because it seems so obvious, right? Like we're all gonna say, screw you. But also it speaks so much to the theme we've been talking about this year, right? Of not just being not racist, but being anti-racist, being actively against it. Here's a whole community that said, wasn't it Megyn Kelly who said there's no black Santas a couple of years ago? I forget, maybe, allegedly. Um, no, that, I think she did. And I think she also perpetuated that it was okay to go in blackface for Halloween. Right, but as a, but with the Santas, it, that this is speaking to a community all stepping forward to not just say, that's bad that you got that letter, to taking action, forward action, right? Not only is that racist, the letter that they sent you, we want to actually forwardly demonstrate that as a community, that is not us. That, you know, that's an action, right? It's not just the, oh no, we, we're not that people. Think driving through a neighborhood, think what that means to the black people in their communities. Mm -hmm. To see all the people, they, of course, who cares in our decorations? They can be all kinds, but choosing to make them black is such a win uh, in being anti-racist. I just loved that. Can you imagine if they had had a black Jesus or something? Oh, they would have just oh. really gone crazy. I came up with an idea the other day for like an animated Christmas movie for adults about like the crash, you know, the, 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 the setup of the Jesus, about somebody stealing the baby Jesus and the little Mary and Joseph and three wise men coming to life and having to go on a hunt to find the stolen baby Jesus. Well, I tell you, in our family, it was Rebecca Shores who stole the baby Jesus from Newell and Rosemary's house several years in a row. And so then it became a thing of stealing the baby Jesus. So oh yeah, God. Rebecca Shores, I think she's in the room today. She is a baby Jesus thief. It happens all the time. My parents and theirs, they started how to tie the baby Jesus down. And I said, you can't put the rope across his neck. Like, <laughs> like an X. It's like a collar on a chihuahua. You got to use the that, best harness. That, that, that just put a new meaning into swaddling. Swaddling the baby Jesus around his neck. Speaking of inflatable Santas, a couple of years, we're going to look at Christmas lights as a family tradition, getting in the car and driving around. And we love it. And one year it snowed in Dallas when we went on our trip. And we were getting out in people's yards to take pictures with their decorations. You know, like, look at us, because your yard's really pretty. My brother tripped over the cord to the like 12 foot inflatable Santa. And as we ran away, the Santa collapsed and we could not stop laughing that my brother killed Santa. Oh my God. Just like, imagine if some child had seen that Santa like deflating. It was fine, it didn't, all they'd have to do is plug it back in, but we weren't gonna risk it. I couldn't get charged with vandalism on Christmas Eve. No, 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 oh, no, no, uh-uh, oh, no, no, ma'am. Oh, no, no, ma'am. And then uh, one final, y'all, we've talked a lot about Dolly Parton this season. We looked up last night also her uh, Smoky Mountain Christmas TV special from 1986. You can't stream it anywhere, but you can watch it on the YouTube. Um, and of course, she's had the Christmas on the Square this year where she played an angel. Uh, well, this, she was also, it turns out, a literal angel on the set of Christmas on the Square. Nine-year-old Talia Hill was a dancer in the movie and Dolly stepped in to grab her from the path of an oncoming vehicle on the set. Talia said, we were on set and I was at the hot chocolate station when they said, go back to your beginning positions, back to one. So there was a vehicle moving and I was walking. Then somebody grabbed me and pulled me back. I looked up and it was Dolly Parton. I was like surprised. I was like, <gasps> And she's like, well, I'm an angel, you know, because she plays an angel in the movie. And I was in shock. She hugged me and shook me. And she said, I saved your life. She also said, when Dolly walked in, she smelled like heaven. She greeted everyone, even if you were a trash can person. It was such a great feeling. Now, I don't know if this little girl meant like the person moving the trash can or if she meant figuratively, if you were a dumpster fire person. <laughs> <laughs> well, or were there characters that were trash can people? 
in the in the right. in moving, the moving the trash in the square. I would think. Oh, that's I love that dolly. It, it, was that in this one, the new one that she saved somebody recently? That was while they were filming this one. Wow. On Dolly is just, she's not human. She is just not human. Backing up on the square and almost ran over a nine-year-old. I swear to God, if I could get a Dolly Parton angel on the top of my tree, I would. I have a Dolly Parton ornament. but I know. Um, I thought it was a huge miss in merch this year with, with Dolly playing a literal angel, not to put out treetoppers of her sitting on that cloud of glitter in that sparkly white gown yeah i need that i need that y'all someone find that for me and uh, uh next year instead of uh, bourbon just send I'm me a sure dolly pardon christmas made them on the etsy but i just thought dolly should put out official merch yes no uh -huh. dolly is a saint all right well you chat with the people because speaking of dolly blake and i are going to do a number for our show um the and we it is a parody of a Dolly Parton Christmas song. Uh, you're welcome. Oh, so. Uh, all right. How long do I have? Like well, a I'm minute? Be able to see it. Uh, oh, I'm going to see <laughs> it setting up. Yes. You're going to see behind the scenes. Read I see. Up. All right. Um, oh, there's Blake MacGyver looking. Oh, so handsome. Isn't he handsome? It's it's a shame that they both are talented and good looking. It just pisses so many of us off. Um, also, I'm about to do that thing where I plug in the microphone and then I can't hear you. So when I say, can you hear me? Make sure you nod real big. Okay. All right. Okay. Because <laughs> you're not going to be able to hear me. Y'all, this is this is the way it works on the Dylan Emerson show. We don't, We don't have a lot of help. We just do it, Emerson. I said I was gonna say we do it all. No, we don't do it all. Emerson does it all. I can hear you. Yes, you just came in. It's the was the what? Can you hear me? Yes, now I can. Well, oh. it's it's now I didn't hear yes. Uh oh, now I'm not hearing you. Please don't make me sing. Somebody type a comment. Yes, they can. They can hear there, me now. We can hear you. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> Make me go away. You was nod your head because I can't hear you. So yes. Okay. Good. Look, there's no crew. It's a pandemic, y'all. We got the ring light and the microphone and say a little prayer. Here we go. Hit it. And since this makes the best little house in Texas a Christmas movie because this song is in it. Yes. It's our little parody for the pandemic version. Hmm. Hey, maybe I'll grow my hair. Me too. Since we can't go nowhere. Maybe we'll take the car. Maybe we'll drive so far that we lose and then not come back maybe i'll sleep real late uh, that's not different than regular life watch it we could redecorate maybe i'll sit and think maybe i'll just keep drinking all the wine me i'll be just fine and dandy lord it's like a Hard candy Christmas, I'm barely getting through tomorrow, but still I won't let sorrow bring me way down. I'll be fine and dandy, Lord, it's like a hard candy Christmas, I'm barely getting through tomorrow, but still I won't let Sorrow bring me way down. Remember at the beginning of the pandemic when so many of us learned that we are unessential and we should just stay home. And we thought, well, we can work on things, do projects. And we've had nine plus months to do all those things we said we never had time for. And have we done any of them? I have not. Hey, I didn't write a book. Hey, 
I didn't learn to cook. Didn't pick up guitar. Haven't walked any farther than the fridge. Guess we could play bridge. I'd love to find some work. And you could. If people stop being jerks, then we won't have to hide. We'll be outside by 2029. Me, I'll be just fine and dandy. Lord, it's like a hard candy Christmas. I'm barely getting through tomorrow, but still I won't let Sorrow bring me way down I'll be fine and dandy Lord, it's like a hard candy Christmas I'm barely getting through tomorrow But still I won't let sorrow bring me way down I'll be fine and dandy Lord, it's like a Hard candy Christmas, I'm barely getting through tomorrow, but still I won't let sorrow bring me way down. I'll be fine, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, I'll be anybody else find themselves saying that over and over just like we'll be fine like that will be fine we'll just be fine <laughs> welcome I back think you muted though no oh yeah 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 oh now you're here yay all right that was wonderful boys i loved it i loved it loved it uh we're not hearing him he has to get back over to his space and then turn the mic on. I painted my nails during this. I did this for um, that uh, boy, Trevor Wilkinson at Clyde High School in uh, Texas. I said, I'm gonna paint my nails for him. Oh, um, that's so cute. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Oh, so thank y'all. Um, we really are really very, very, very excited. Uh, here's our poster one more time. I will put the link. Uh, in the chat. I know many of you have got tickets. Uh, if you haven't, uh, please, I hope you will join us on Sunday. If you cannot watch live at 5 p.m. Pacific, the private YouTube stream where the show will be, uh, will be available to watch anytime through the end of the year. So if you can't make it live, you can still come. It's a $20 ticket. But as I said before, if money is tight for you, send me a message, send me an email. I will send you the link. We just want people to come and join us and have a good time. I have my ticket, and that's a great poster. I just love all your artwork, Emerson. Thank you. And Blake. Like, well, um, you know, I make it myself. So, all right. Well, this was fun, as always. Yes. And, uh, we've got a minute, and you want to tell about that follow-up on our sweet boy? Oh, sure, since I painted my nails for him. Oh, you know, I love that. I love that Trevor Wilkinson uh, painted his nails, and he was – uh, we heard the story a few weeks ago where he was violating the dress code and he got expelled in Klein, Texas. Well, now he went before the school board to continue his fight. He told them, this isn't about me anymore. It's about a discriminatory sexist policy that needs to be changed. I got my education taken away from me for something as minor as painting my nails because it's against the dress code. Why is it against the dress code for a man to be comfortable with his masculinity and defy the gender norms society has imposed on us? Having a double standard like this only shows that Clyde doesn't accept kids for who they are and they shouldn't be themselves because the very people that are supposed to create a safe environment can't accept them. Traditional values are great, but change is inevitable. Diversity is what makes this country so beautiful. We're all supposed to be equal, not having our freedom of expression suppressed, not having our voices not heard because grownups are taking three steps back instead of forward. So Superintendent Ken, Kenny, Barry, Kenny said in a statement that the dress code won't be changed until the annual review 
of the student handbook, but I'm proud of Trevor. I really yeah. am. I mean, in oh, how articulate was he? He said that so beautifully. A wonderful victory story. We want to just want to delay. Y'all know he is fighting away. Thank you for joining us today. I'll see a bunch of you on Sunday, hopefully. You'll see me, yes. Thank you to Leanne and to Ray for sending us your tips. Again, that's Venmo at Emerson Collins or PayPal to Beard Collins Shores Productions at gmail.com. We love you guys. You have, everybody have a lovely and safe weekend. Yes, and stay safe out there.